Hello, my darlings, and welcome back to This is Maria. How are you? For those of you that are listening to this or watching this on our podcasting platforms, we have decided to rename. From this day on, we're going to be known as This is Maria and not Conversations with My Higher Self. To be honest, this is the moniker that I use across all other platforms, so might as well just make things consistent. Now, the content is still going to be the same content that you know and love, and so here we go. Today, we're going to be talking about the spiritual and energetic reasons for miscarriage, um, and then also what happens when you decide to undergo an abortion. Kind of connected topics, not necessarily one and the same. And so we have a rich agenda. So why don't we dive right in? The only thing probably prior to that would be just a quick reminder that I have a book. I wrote a book back in 2021. The book is called 72 Keys to Manifestation or an Ancient Path of a Modern Day Alchemist. It is a very spiritually charged book. It is all about manifesting the life that you want. It has 72 keys, 72 practices to help you manifest anything you want, really. So if you haven't checked it out, it's available on Amazon. It's available through Audible and Kindle. So every format you can imagine, we got it. All right, my darlings, why don't we start with the topic of miscarriage? I know a lot of women have under, you know, have suffered through this. A lot of women, both in the U.S. and globally, there are millions of miscarriages every year happening. Over three million just in the U.S. alone. So this, um, it's quite common, unfortunately, right? And I think very often when um, a woman goes through this, she feels very alone. And it is exceptionally traumatic as an experience because the, you know, because of how connected the female body is with the fetus, with the baby, it is a very complex happening on so many different levels, the physical, the metaphysical, obviously, the energetic, the spiritual, the emotional, the mental, all of your bodies are participating. Now, there are many angles to look at life. You can look at life. You can choose to look at life purely at the uh, physical level of things. And so the doctor will tell you that the fetus, you know, the reason you have a miscarriage is because the fetus was not necessarily developing correctly. And hence, your body essentially ejects the baby to make sure that, you know, um, somebody with, let's say, um, you know, a serious uh, disease or something um, is not going to be born, right? So this is a process of natural selection, if you will. And while nothing that I will say today inherently negates the statement, or inherently negates the physicality of what we go through. Miscarriage is very much, uh, or just as much, a metaphysical process as it is a physical process. There are primary reasons, many reasons actually, why this could happen to you from the energy uh, and emotional standpoint. And today I'm going to be highlighting just some of them. I'm going to be highlighting them in no particular order, although usually I try to go from the most common to the least common. There are exceptions to every rule. I'm not going to be able to name every single reason why you may have gone through or may be going through experiencing a miscarriage. Now, um, there are still generalizations that we can make. Here we go. So again, in no particular order, uh, one of the reasons why um, you may be having a miscarriage is the fact that um, 
whoever is your current partner in the moment, right? Like whoever is the father, essentially, of, of this baby is not a good match for you. Now, this is or not a good match for you right now, right? Uh, the words that I'm getting from the collective is, wait a second, I've already had children with this man. What do you mean? Um, what I mean is actually very simple. In life, we go through stages. Um, we grow up as human beings. Sometimes our partners grow with us. Sometimes our partners grow apart. Before planning an incarnation, we usually plan how many children we're going to have and with whom, usually, right, as a general rule. A bot, like a female, would plan who she would have children with. Um, sometimes in this current uh, day and age, women use pregnancy um, as a means of keeping the relationship, as a means of maintaining a family. Um, that is why actually very often, and you know, it, it's more frequent than you would think, divorce happens um, within couples that have very, very young children, right? More often than you would think. And it almost like makes you want to step back and be like, hold on, your child is nine months old or like one year old or two years old. Why are you guys divorcing? This makes no sense. Like you had to be thinking something, right? When you were about to conceive. And the truth of the matter is, usually... Families that get divorced when, um, you know, the baby is very, very young, they saw that coming or they, you know, there were definitely red flags along the way before they chose to conceive a child. And sometimes this is used as a tactic to try to keep the family together, right? Um, now, it may be your first child, your second child, doesn't really matter, right? But sometimes when you're no longer meant to have a child with this person, you're going to experience a miscarriage. Um, let me take, please take this with a grain of salt. It doesn't mean that, right? A hundred percent of you who are going to be listening to this, it doesn't mean that if you have gone through a miscarriage with a particular man, that you're not meant to have children with, with him. That is not the case, but it can be the case. And the question is, how do you know? And your soul, actually, your heart, like if you drop into your heart, your heart would know if you're meant to have more children with this man or not. If you're trying to force it, if you're trying to convince yourself that somehow having a baby is going to make things better, you are essentially trying to stitch things together that are not meant to, stitch, to be stitched together. And because of that, what could happen in your life is the miscarriage. It's almost like the universe is telling you, no, this baby is not meant to be. Or the, like, you know, the baby between you two at this point in time is not meant to be, right? Sometimes it's not a forever no. Sometimes this is a not right now. Maybe you have to solve for particular things, right? In your marriage or in your couple, like with, between the two of you, certain things need to be resolved. Perhaps you're not on the same page. Going back to the original reason is sometimes the universe would send you a miscarriage because you are not meant to have more children or a child with a particular man in your life. Women tend to blame themselves, obviously, when this happens a lot. Like, was there something wrong with me? Was I eating something, you know, stressing out too much? Was my diet not okay? Was I, you know, overexerting myself, you know, doing all the things that I was not meant to do? <sighs> yes, babies are fragile. Yes, our reproductive systems are incredibly intricate and fragile as well. But they're not so fragile. That simply, you know, if there were no other precursors, emotional, energetic, and otherwise, 
just the physicality would have not given you the outcome. The physical body just doesn't have that capacity. It just, you know, it's not an all-powerful thing. It is a part of the equation. It's not the entire equation is what I'm saying. Now, let's let's go into other, other reasons for miscar- miscarriage. This is somewhat related. You can miscarry a child if you don't feel safe. This is a very broad statement. Let, let's start unpacking it. What does it mean you don't feel safe? A, you may not feel safe in your relationship, which again, that's why it is related to that first one. There's something about your current partner that doesn't make you feel safe, whatever that is. Maybe you don't feel safe because you're not sure they're going to stick around. Maybe you don't feel safe because they have anger issues. Maybe you don't feel safe because they're a little bit absentee or they have gambling problems or alcohol or addiction or something else. Maybe you don't feel safe because they're not making enough money and they cannot provide for you. They don't have, they cannot provide the security for you and your child that you think that you deserve, right? So that subconscious fear of not being safe to have the child, not having, again, the man in your life potentially that you could rely on to have this child with can cause a female body to miscarry. Let's expand the concept of safety a little bit further. You may feel like the world around you is unsafe. For whatever reason, I don't know, a pandemic, the war, hunger, I don't know, anything. (laughs) The political situation, the economic situation, anything, right? If you don't feel like it is safe for you to have the child, your body is going to eject it. Like your body is going to be like, okay, it's not safe. We're not going to go there. If there are subconscious fears that you have around being able to provide for a child that are, shall we say, persistent and nagging at you, that may cause you to miscarry. Like if you're worried about the, so essentially, if you have trauma in your root center, in your root chakra around safety, right? How can I provide? How can, you know, am I going to be enough? Uh, What kind of world am I bringing the child into? All of these things may cause you to miscarry. So safety and fears, that's a pretty, pretty big problem. A third reason is if you have deep concerns around motherhood or the kind of mother that you are, it may cause your body to miscarry. A lot of women have deep set wounding, both from their lineages and their past lives that has to do around Pregnancy, delivery of the baby, motherhood, you know, all of it. There's so much trauma. There is probably more trauma around motherhood than there is almost around anything else on planet Earth. And that is saying something. A lot of deep-set trauma around motherhood, that whole process, right? The pain that you go through, how you change hormonally, all of those things. It's not an easy process for the body, the physical body. It's not an easy process for an emotional body or the mental body, any of it. It does change in ways on one. You become a donor to another being, right? So there you have it. So if you have subconscious or conscious discomfort, judgment, again, fear of motherhood, it can manifest itself as a miscarriage, right? Some of this stuff is past life related. If you have had a very traumatic motherhood, if you still maintain the different, um, 
I don't know, fears around losing a baby, your baby being murdered, your baby dying of a disease very young. All of this may manifest as a layer, uh, almost like an energy layer in your womb that may cause you to miscarry. Another type of fear would be, am I ready to be a mother? This is usually for first-time mothers, right? Like, am I ready to undergo through this traumatic experience or undergo this traumatic experience? Am I ready for what's to come? If, you know, so all, all that discomfort, right, with the process, that deep-set worry that the baby is going to take something away from you, whether that is your beauty, whether that is your, I don't know, <laughs> life, so to say, right? Like your free time or whatever, like that that worry that having a baby is inconvenient actually may cause you to miscarry. Um, another reason that wants to come through right now is when you don't trust your partner and it somehow wants to come through as this whole new reason, despite the fact um, it's, it's very similar potentially to the first reason that I mentioned when you're just not meant to have a child with this partner, but not trusting your partner is a big, fat, huge reason, you guys. So when you feel like maybe they're cheating on you or maybe they're not telling you the full truth or there's something about them that doesn't quite add up, right? And of course, females are extremely intuitive. When it doesn't quite sit right with you, how they're acting towards you, you know, etc. When you cannot trust them, it may cause you to miscarry their baby. Uh, because yes, it's a, it's a big energetic contract be- between a male and a female having a child. Not only that, but very often the first child, like, um, you know, the first child that's born to a lineage, or like the first child that's born to a couple, for instance, is going to represent the lineage of the man in the relationship. The second child will represent the lineage of a woman, right? So if you're miscarrying the first child, a part of you does not want to be connected to that lineage for some reason, right? Like, it's like you're repelling his <laughs> energy out of your body. And oh my God, you guys, so many of you think you are in a loving relationship. So many of you think you're married to the right guy and you may still miscarry for the reason that you're not meant to be with them. It happens all the time. It happens all the time because some people are fundamentally not good for you. Some partners are fundamentally not good for you. And so just because of that, your body may choose to miscarry a child. And it is actually not a slip of a tongue that I said choose to. Yes, our bodies choose to miscarry, uh, miscarry children. It's not an accident that happens. It's a choice, right? So understand that you're not a victim. In fact, you have selected it, right? And by the way, you don't always select at soul level. You very often for miscarriage specifically, you select when you're already in the body. It's a free will based universe. Things happen. You make a choice, a spur-of-the-moment decision. And it's so subconscious, you don't even register it. Like, you were thinking, potentially, that, no, you're good, you're on the track, you want the baby. But your body knows otherwise, because its energy doesn't lie. And your body reads all of these subconscious impulses extremely, extremely well. There are other reasons why you can miscarry. Definitely other reasons. Um, I would say probably the most esoteric one would be uh, when you know that the child that is coming is a big lesson for you or a big challenge for you as a mother. But for whatever reason, you know, it could come in many different uh, shapes, forms, and sizes. Let's, I, I'll give you a, a dreadful example. Let's say your child that's, co- that's meant to come through your womb is meant to be a serious drug addict and you're meant to provide for them for the rest of your days because of that. 
and say, you know, and maybe they're, you know, you know, like your soul knows that they have planned suicide. And then the baby comes into your womb. And yes, it's like all warm and fuzzies. But your soul remembers that this child is going to create these experiences for you as a mother, right? Make you maybe feel like a failure of a mother if you couldn't bring somebody up without an addiction. Now, at soul level, this is all great, right? Like, you know, meaning any experience is amazing at soul level. Like your higher self may think that dealing with addiction, dealing with suicide is like a Disney Disneyland fairy tale ride. That's why they send you here and they're like, enjoy. From your limited human perspective, you may be like, are you freaking kidding me right now? Again, this is all subconscious. You are not consciously registering that that's what's happening. And so to t- you may choose to take a step back and be like, you know what? I'm not ready for this child. I'm not ready for the karma it's going to bring. I'm not ready for the pain and suffering and all of it. And so you eject that child, if that makes sense. All right. So this is the miscarriage. Let's really quickly talk about abortion. Abortion is really interesting, right? Because this is, uh, again, if, if a miscarriage is a subconscious choice to not have a baby, Abortion is a very conscious choice to not have a baby. When before, you know, before you come into an incarnation, uh, like I said earlier, you decide how many children you're going to have. Sometimes you give yourself a range. <laughs> Sounds weird, but you may say at soul level, hey, I am most likely going to have one kid, for instance, but I'm open to having a second one. And here is how, and here is why, here is when, Right. For instance, if I, you know, I end up with this guy, I'm okay having a second child. If I end up with my first husband, I only want one and that's it, right? Um, So there could be a range, but there is usually, you know, a number that's for certain that you want to have in your lifetime. As such, there is a contract, sacred contract that is created between you and your future unborn child or their soul rather for you to be the vessel that brings them as a woman into this life. Again, um, I already mentioned, right, that there are intricacies as well. The first kid usually bears more of the karma and usually bears more of a resemblance to the male side of the family. The second kid usually bears more of a resemblance to the female side of the family or the, the, the woman side of the family. The third kid usually is actually both. <laughs> like, Or, you know, the third child usually is... Um, if they're not both, they could be the perfect merge, like the divine child of, of both of these lineages, or they can swing one way or the other. It's like a little bit, there's like no rhyme, no, there's no rules, so to say, no strict rules. Of course, you may uh, choose to abort the child at any step, you know, during any of the steps, meaning you may choose to abort your firstborn, your secondborn, your thirdborn, fourthborn, et cetera, et cetera, right? Depending on that, things may shift, Right. So if you are, and, and here's another thing that's important to understand. Let's say you're meant to have three children and you, um, you have aborted, I don't know, two. Um, I think that one of the mis- misconceptions is that, you know, that third one that's going to be born, you're essentially firstborn, is going to be the same soul that was meant to be your firstborn. I don't know if I just confused you. I think I just did. Let me try to Take a step back and rephrase it. So imagine you're meant to have three children. And you choose to abort. Uh, like, And so you don't have any right now. Like you um, have never been a mother. 
you may undergo an abortion. And that abortion, obviously, it's like that first kid that wanted to come through. Now, certain souls try multiple times, right? Just because you've had an abortion doesn't mean that that soul is never going to come into your lineage, into your family. That could not be further from the truth. The answer is it depends. Some souls try again. Other souls don't try again. But more often than not, they do try again, right? So please know that it's not forever. And like there are always other chances for you to birth that child. However, however, you're usually like when you plan things upstairs at soul level, you usually give yourself timelines. For instance, my intention is to have the first kid between the ages of 25 and 30. And then, you know, and that's where you make the first sacred contract with the first soul that's going to be your first kid. And then you're like, okay, I want to have my second child between the ages of 30 and 31. That's another contract. And my third child between around ages of 35 and 40. And that's your third contract. That first kid that you're meant to have between the ages of 25 and 30 is going to keep trying to come through if there is a contract for these five years. No matter how many abortions you actually take or uh, or undergo, um, that kid is going to want to come through. However, the moment you turn 30, their window of opportunity is gone. Like you are older. So something happened. Maybe you couldn't get pregnant. Maybe you chose to undergo an abortion. Like whatever happened, you didn't have a child. Something happened, right? Maybe you didn't have a partner. Maybe you broke up with the love of your life and didn't want to date. Whatever that reason is. But for some reason, you were meant to have a kid between the ages of 25 and 30 and you didn't. That contract, that contract that you had is still intact But the window of opportunity is gone. And so you're going to move on to the second contract, right? So you're, you know, it's not like you keep going, you know, with your first contract and all the other future contracts get negated. No, there is a contract for every time of your life with all the kids that you're meant to have, right? So you're going to move on to your second born, so to say. Although now they're going to be the first born, if that makes sense, right? So I guess what I'm trying to say is this. It is actually understood upstairs at soul level that abortion is a very plausible outcome, actually. And I know I'm saying things that are super controversial. And if, you know, if I had the Catholic Church sitting right here with me, I would be getting a lot of rotten tomatoes right now. And you know what? I kind of don't care. Um, What's important for me is to get the truth out to you guys. And that's what I'm here for. Not the dogma, but how things are. We live in a free will-based universe, in a free will-based planet. It is understood that a mother can choose to not have a child that she is pregnant with. It is understood by higher powers. So when we equate an abortion to murder, that is not strictly correct. Or I would say it's actually really incorrect. Despite the fact that, yes, the fetus in your belly is a real potential baby. It's a consciousness, right? You know, we can have a debate on when the consciousness of the baby actually enters the body. The answer is it depends. The soul of the baby may enter your fetus when your fetus is three cells large, or they may enter it literally the moment that the baby is in the birth canal, 
so like you know those 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 things are potentially um you know they're the, the options are limitless so to say now by the way the soul that is coming as your child manifests itself in your auric field up to three years prior to when they're supposed to come right so they stay with you they watch you etc they know what you're going through if you think that soul doesn't know that you didn't expect them or doesn't know that you don't want them you're delusional because that soul knows everything that's going on in your head and even more so than you do because they also have you know at soul level right upstairs they don't have the veil of forgetfulness problem that you do so in fact they know you better than you do so very often a soul that sees that they have a mother that hasn't really fully accepted the fact that she wants that child right like when when a female is pregnant but she's not sure she's going to keep the baby usually the soul doesn't enter the the fetus the, the soul doesn't enter the body because they're seeing that their mother is in so much turmoil or potential mother is in so much turmoil that like what's the point so no abortion is actually not considered murder it's not however it doesn't mean that it doesn't have energetic repercussions because abortion does come with karma you get karma to work through if you choose to abort a baby and you're gonna get more karma if that baby was meant to be like if there is a sacred contract for you to have that baby and you abort them and they can't come through it's pretty big deal karma it's a sacred contract that you break it's like a promise that you break there are always repercussions for broken promises what are the repercussions you know, your soul may choose to work through that karma in many different ways. At the bare minimum, you're going to still have to birth, give birth to that soul at a later date. The very bare minimum. Whether in this life or next, it's kind of like you owe that soul to bring them into an incarnation. Sometimes you would perceive depending on, because what we need to factor in is what would the soul have done with the life that you give them? Because you're taking away 100% of the learnings, right? By not providing birth to that child, you're taking away all of the learnings. Maybe that child, and by the way, all of the impact they could have had. So, for example, imagine that this kid was meant to be uh, a neurosurgeon or, you know, a heart surgeon or whatever, but you didn't give birth to them. And therefore, they didn't save lives of 3,000 people that they meant to save lives of whose karma you think that is. That's yours. That's your karma, unfortunately. Do you have a choice whether to have a baby or not? One billion percent? It is recognized that you do. And nobody upstairs is going to blame you for having an abortion, ever. But does it come with repercussions? Yes. Because every single thing that you do has an impact. Everything that you don't do has an impact as well. So that impact is going to be measured once you disincarnate, once you die. Depending on that, there may be payback for you. Would I say that generally the cleanest thing that you could do in terms of karma, like if I, you know, if I were to only advise you based on karma, not on your financial matters, not on your, you know, dreams and purpose, purpose and aspirations, love life, like none of that, right? Like, if I were to put myself at a distance and be like, I only want to advise you on karma. It is always, you guys, advisable to have the baby instead of aborting the baby if you got pregnant. Because in from your limited human perspective, 
There is no way that you could ever predict the impact your baby could have on the world. And you don't know that's why. How much impact you're going to have by choosing not to have that baby. And it could be big, fat, huge. Yeah. So if I were you, I would always opt to have a child, knowing all of that, right? Knowing that I would still end up having to give birth to that child anyway. But on top of it, I'm going to have to deal with all this karma, all this impact that hasn't happened, all of the lessons that the baby hasn't learned, all of the lessons that, you know, everybody else hasn't learned because I made that choice, right? Again, the cleanest thing is always to have a baby if you can. All right, I'll take some questions from the collective on this very heated topic, you guys. Anything you wanted to ask me, shoot. The question is, you say I am meant to have a child, but I am with this guy that I just cannot be with this guy that who is the father, and I don't want to have any ties to this man whatsoever. I need to abort the kid because... It, it, you know, the, the child I'm going to have to essentially, it's like a link that we have between the two of us. And like, what the hell? Like, I don't want to be connected to them. Honestly, I understand. I get it. Like, from the bottom of my heart, I understand that sometimes we as women get pregnant. And we get pregnant from people who are not necessarily ideal for us. All, all kinds of things happen. All kinds of things happen. And yet, and yet, I would still choose to have that baby, if that makes sense. Because if it's not meant to be, you're going to miscarry that child anyway. You know, if, if it's not meant to be, the universe is going to take care of it. If the universe hasn't taken care of it for you, then there is a lesson in there for you. The reason you resist that experience so much is because it's uncomfortable. But be precisely because it's uncomfortable for you to have a child with this man that you detest, dislike, or whatever. That could be the direction of your biggest learning. And because of that, it can be the direction of your biggest expansion. Does it mean it's going to be all peachy? No, it doesn't. But listen, you showed up on a third dimensional planet during crazy, a crazy period of turmoil. You didn't sign up to have it easy. I hate to say this. If you are incarnated right now, you did not sign up to have it easy. Your soul didn't want you to have it easy. This, you know, this current time in the history of planet Earth is not a walk in the park, right? So what does this tell me about you and your soul? That you are on a path of expansion. And as such, you signed up for lessons. You signed up for challenges. So yeah, yeah. Sometimes it is best to have a kid even if the father is not the guy that you would ideally want to have children with. Yeah. Again, from the soul perspective, right? Not from a limited human perspective. From a soul perspective. All right, I'll take one more question. Anything about miscarriage or abortion? The question is, if I have already, if I have already um, had an abortion before watching this video, is there a way for me to clear up the karma? Is there a way for me to fix this? Actually, yes. So the first thing's first. If you are ready to have the child Let's say there is a situation where you're ready to have the child that you aborted way back when, when you were 18 or 15, or it doesn't really matter, right? And when you were with the wrong guy. 
every person, every baby that you're meant to have in your life has an energetic cord and energetic connection to you in this lifetime until you die. Even if you chose not to have them. So essentially, there are two ways, two ways you can go about it, right? If you finally, um, so either you bring that, so two ways. Way one is you bring that child into this, into this world. Option one. Option two is you let that contract go. You clear things up. And then that, you know, there is less karma, so to say, right? Is there no karma? No, because <laughs> the universe is keeping really good track of what was supposed to happen. But there's going to be less karma because at least this aspect of somebody's soul, right, that is stuck here with you can go and, you know, get busy elsewhere, plan other things, uh, you know, choose another female body as a vessel. For option one, if you want to, if you're ready to bring this child into your life, right, I recommend reconnecting with that child, talking to them. And women, you're going to understand me. You're going to know exactly what I'm talking about. You can talk to that child in your head, telepathically, so to say, and ask them to come into your life and into your body. Have a conversation. Apologize. Explain what happened. And express your willingness to be their mother after all. Right? And they may choose to come back to you. That child that you aborted way back when may still come back. That's option one. Two, if you're like, I don't think... I'm ready. I don't think I will ever be ready. And in fact, you know, I just want to be done with that karma. You want to A, first cut the cord between you and that child. Energetic cord. It is through your life force, meaning through your yellow center. There's like an umbilical cord, actually not in your orange, but it's in your yellow, yellow to yellow, right? It's like your center of your belly, the center of your belly is connected to the baby center of the belly. You want to cut that cord out. You want to send um, to that baby because you owe them actually at this point. You want to send them as much love, as much um, light as you can from your body, right? Like essentially you have this donor relationship with them that you have not fulfilled your end of the bargain. So you send them your love, right? Imagine establishing actually, like not establishing, but like sending, like a big, big uh, stream of emerald codes from your heart to their heart. It's like gratitude. Thank you for showing up. It's like, you know, when you like when, when you get stood up, like, I don't know, you showed up to a date, but the other person didn't come. Yeah, there's like an apology that's needed if you're, you know, it, 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 you know, karmically, right? So by sending this stream of green codes from your heart, you acknowledge that, the other person showed up, your baby showed up for you, he was ready or she was ready, and you were not. And so you, you know, dissolve all of the connections, all of the links between you. And sometimes there are more than one, right? Like, just make sure that there are no other connecting points between, because like, there's always a, a channel between the solar plexus, but there could be more. So you want to make sure you cut all the cords, right? And you restate your intention. So you have to restate the contract because right now the contract says, hey, I'm supposed to be a mother. You restate and rewrite the contract saying, hey, I did what I did. I apologize that I did not bring you into this world. I'm so sorry. As of right now, I would like to negate the contract that we have had. And it is my intention to not be the vessel for you as your mother at this time. 
So you kind of rewrite that contract. And this is what you could do. Like, that's probably the best that you could do. And imagine letting them go, like letting that baby go. And almost like, like they're like almost like going to float away, up, 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 and like almost like a cloud. They're going to flow away from you if you're doing everything right. So that is how it's supposed to feel. And you are supposed to get feel like you're getting completion out of it as well. Yeah. And um, another thing probably is because um, there's going to be a remnant of this baby's energy in your womb uh, because your womb is also extremely connected to this baby. And it's almost like it, it's supposed to be this fertile ground specifically for this child. So what you want to do is you want to take that energy and imagine that your womb is actually a fertile soil, which it is, which it is. Imagine that that essence of this baby that didn't come through um, is sinking into the soil of your womb and is being eliminated out of your womb, right? It's almost like the water sifting through, sipping through the, um, the ground and coming out on the other side. And that is how you energetically cleanse your womb as well uh, from the remnant of the, you know, the energy of that baby. Alrighty, my darlings, um, I hope this was helpful. If you're suffering through this, know you're not alone. Know that there are so many spirit guides that would like to help you through it. Know that your higher self can help you through it. And I hope that this, um, this episode was helpful for you. Sending you so much love and I'll see you in the next one. Bye.